0: I'm sorry that while I've been on uh, on a trip with a quite an intense traveling schedule, this regularity of the shi room has been impacted. And thanks to Rav Horovitz for keeping the physical shiur uh, going every day. Um, but whenever I can, I uh, enjoy the opportunity of learning with you. At the moment, the uh, sugya on uh, Yudchetamut Bet and on, on Yudchetamut Aleph in Tainis. Um, it is has been so moving for me it's affected me quite deeply because we're talking about national and global adversity uh, and we're living in a time of national and global ad- adversity we're talking in the sugya not only about rain a lot of it is is about is about drought and the effect drought and the effects of that on economic prosperity uh, but it's not only about that it's also about disease and plagues and the various things that that can happen Uh, in a climate, in a geography, in a region and how we respond to it and we see the natural response of the Jewish person uh, where there is national or global adversity is to institute national or global tefillah, to to daven and to fast Uh, and the various different types of fasting and the activity about the fasting and when to fast and how much to fast and what's considered something worthy of of fasting and what kind of prayers we say and, and so forth. And one thinks of the speed with which government authorities are responding to adversity and to plague, uh, and sometimes over-responding to adversity and to plague, but it's all in the physical area. There isn't a, con- a, 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 coordinated, a, a, a coordinated attempt to look inwards and say, in what way is this meant to alert humanity? Of the needs to change in the beginning of COVID, there was a fair amount of talking and writing about that—that that that we need to change something about the way we live. Uh, But have we really learned that, and are we really concerned about that? Is there a focus on that? In this whole sugya, we see clearly that we regard the climate as a reflection of human morality, the climate as a reflection of human behavior, of our relationship to Hashem, and when the and when the climate and nature reacts abnormally. That's because we're acting abnormally and there's a need to straighten out that abnormality and to build in some mechanism with which to reflect inwards and for humanity to change its behavior rather than Uh, just to look at what we can change in the object. uh, It it is our tendency in every area, when something goes wrong in a business, we look at what can we fix in the business. And we look at the structure, and we look at the process, and we look at the strategy. We seldom look at ourselves as leaders of businesses and say, in what way do we need to change as human beings? Do we need to change as people in order to bring about a better business environment? Uh, And so nationally, when things go wrong in a country, it's seldom that the people, particularly the leaders, look inwards and say, "What, what do we need to be, different, to be doing differently. We're so used to fixing problems in the object by operating on the object, rather than realizing that subject and object are in close communication, and the object is often, if not always, a reflection of the subject. And so when the object isn't working well, the subject has to be attended to. Uh, It's a little like the example I often give about a pilot flying a plane and looking at the instruments uh, on their dashboard and if the instruments are indicating peril ahead to try and fix the instrument. The problem is not the instrument. The instrument is just reflecting a reality. And so when nature becomes abnormal, it's just reflecting a reality which we need to fix. But what's interesting in this in this sugya is my discovery that it's not for the world to fix. It's for the Jewish people to do. That's part of our role. Our role is to be the intermediary between humanity and nature because we can access Hashem, who is master of nature. And since we have the key to accessing Hashem, when there is regional or gro- or global adversity. It's we who have to step into the breach. It's we who have to reflect inwards. It's we who have to repair our relationship with Hashem. And I'll show you where we see this very clearly. The famous story is told in the Gemara about Choni Hamagal, Choni, the man of the circle. And that was the case where um, they asked him to daven for, uh, for rain, um, and when they did so, he said to them, take your ovens that you're going to be using for Pesach indoors because there's going to be so much rain, even though there'd been months and months and months of drought, there's going to be so much rain that it's going to damage your ovens and they won't be dry enough for for Pesach to be able to use on Pesach uh, to bake and to cook with. So you see from here, He is so confident that his prayer is going to bring rain that he advises people to take measures against the rain in the midst of the drought. And you know how difficult it is to plan a summer holiday when you're in the middle of of the winter or to think about winter clothing when you're in the middle of the summer. It's incredibly difficult to start thinking about the impact of flooding rain when you're in the middle of months and months of drought. But that's what Choni Hamagal told them to do. And then um, he's somewhat criticized for that And the Talmud Yerushalmi says that the reason that after that prayer it didn't help and rain didn't yet come was because there was just a touch of absence of modesty and humility in the way he went about that. he wanted to teach people the power of prayer, but it seems the Yerushalmi considers that the reason the rain didn't come immediately was to demonstrate that deep, deep, deep in his subconscious, there was an element of lack of, of modesty. And so he had a moment to get that right before the miracle of the rain could happen. He had to improve himself internally, had to rid himself of every little bit of ego and make sure that there was absolutely no arrogance. And he was coming only from a place of modesty. And that's why the rain says, and that's why the rain didn't come down in the beginning. So that could realize I've got some self repair to do. I've got some self improvement to, to do. What did he then do? He made the famous circle. Um, and he said to Hashem, I'm taking oath, I'm not moving out of the circle that I've drawn in the sand until you show mercy on your children. So drop by drop, the rain started coming. And uh, Yushalmi says, why was it only drop by drop? So that he would have time to leave the circle. He could go now. He'd done his job, he'd prayed and the rain had come and, and hopefully the rain would then develop into a stronger rain and he could leave the circle. Hashem did that now that he'd done the inner work and had repaired himself and improved himself and rid himself of even the tiniest, slightest little bit of ego. Now the rain starts to come, and Hashem wants to give him the opportunity to go back uh, indoors, outside of of, of his circle, uh, but he doesn't. He continues to challenge Hashem. he said, I didn't ask for drops; I asked for real rain. And then the rain comes, and and uh, and, and then it was too much, and then he dabbles again until he got just the right of amount of rain, and then he asked for it to stop when there was sufficient, and and he stopped. But what what's interesting here is. Um, an alshich on a pasuk in Yirmiyahu, where Yirmiyahu says, "Hayesh ba'havle ha'goim ma'kshimim," in the knowledge in the world in, in in the knowledge base of non-Jews of the of the general world, are there those that can bring rain? And would the the skies open up in rainfall, in response to them? You are Hashem, our God, and we will trust in you. Because you did all of this. And the Alshik says, This is only done for the Jewish people for whom Hashem is their God. The Misha to he who trusts in Hashem and, and hopes for him that and knows that he will do his will. Bomro uh, just as Choni Hamaagal trusted in Hashem uh, with with absolute confidence and was able to say, I'm not willing to go out of here until Uh, you answer my prayers, and you bring your children mercy, and and you bring them rain. And so the Alshik is saying over here um, that this is a function of the Jewish people. The Jewish people can do this. We can daven with such knowledge and conviction. Now that doesn't mean that when we daven we always know that Hashem is going to answer our prayers the way we want them answered. But we do know that He will always answer our prayers. If we go into a prayer with that kind of knowledge, it's not a maybe, and it's not just going through a ritual. It's absolute certainty, just as if you were to say something to somebody you love and who loves you and you were to express to them with anguish your concern about something and your request that they help you, you know they'll step in to help you it's not a it's not a doubt in your mind and so if we have the relationship of intimacy with Hashem where we know that when we turn to Hashem from an authentic place of humility and 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 desire for... A connection with Hashem in in a request of something that we need for the right reasons, we need it for good reasons, we know Hashem is going to answer, and that knowledge that Hashem will answer, whether it he answers us the way we want or he answers us some other way, which only becomes clear later on, it doesn't matter but if we go into it with the full knowledge in in Hashem. A full knowledge in the fact that Hashem is going to answer us. That gives us a superpower. That gives us a power in, of prayer that nobody else has got. And so when we see the world is suffering, when we see the world is in difficulty, that's our role. The world has to do what they do. The world has to develop vaccines, and the world has to work on lockdowns, and the world has to work on the data to figure out how to solve this issue. They have to do what they do to solve this scientifically. But we can't sit back and let that happen and be the only response. We've got to look at this and be able to say we can step in and we can communicate with Hashem and we can express our anguish with to Hashem and we can bring resolution through our intimate relationship with Hashem and through the power of prayer.